Welcome to Moment for Mission. This is Fred Foy Strang, your host on this journey. Today we're going to talk about communicating your mission. You know, for many people, presenting something to a group is a huge fear. So today we're going to look at the importance of communicating your mission. And I hope you'll have a little more confidence as you have a good reason to present your mission, your vision, for yourself or for your organization. But first, let's have a Fred Foy fact. Spending time with my family is my absolute favorite thing. Like any Southerner, we are a crazy, eclectic, weird, and woolly bunch. But in spite of it all, we sure do love one another. We like to gather around good food, good times, and good places. Highlights of our family's get-together include beach vacays, SEC football, War Eagle, grandchildren, oysters, and Marsh's pecan pie. As I mentioned before, I grew up in the southeastern part of the United States. Part of the southern culture is communication, maybe even a bit too much communication. Especially in smaller enclaves, Southerners know everything about everybody in their community. Who's out of work? Who's looking for work? Who's having something repoed? Who's pregnant? Who's trying to get pregnant? Who was pregnant? You just can't hide too much in a front porch culture. As a clergy person in that context, My life, and for good or ill, my family's lives have always been an open book. Everybody knew about me, my wife, my kids, my dog, where I went, who I went with, and every year my congregations debated, sometimes vigorously, and voted on my salary and benefits, so everybody knew just how much, or rather how little, I had. This openness is really not all that bad, for just as folks care and commiserate for neighbors going through hardships, people also rally around and encourage each other and sincerely celebrate individual successes as they are part and partial of the broader community. Now, I realize that many listening to this podcast may be reticent to share details of life and work with others. But when we or our organization have a mission that is meaningful, then we need to share it with others. I so enjoy hearing the stories of struggle and success of those who are on a mission. I do think that I'm able to lift some drooping shoulders during times of discouragement, offer outsider perspective on challenges, and celebrate sweet victories for them and with them as they pursue their mission. The psalmist writes an encouragement to the people of Israel, saying, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Psalm 107, verse 2. In other words, as the Israelites witness things moving forward under the providence of the Almighty, as they saw progress in life and work, in temple and nation, as they noticed aspects of mission being fulfilled, then they were to proclaim it. 
A takeaway for us can be this. As we realize movement, change, advance, setback, and then success, it would be of enormous value to communicate that with others. If you're working on your personal life mission, then you'd do well to find trustworthy confidants with whom you can disclose details of your journey. If you're leading efforts or even just part of the fulfilling of the mission of an organization, church, NGO, educational institution, then that community will be more empowered to continue the work of their mission because of transparency in the relating of both the highs and the lows of their efforts. There are other benefits to communicating your mission as well. Psychologist Will Meek, in an article published in Psychology Today, explains, when you understand how to effectively communicate with others, you will likely experience less stressful, more streamlined interactions in your personal life as well as your professional life. Naomi Wei, a developmental psychologist with New York University, summarizes in this way. Though the availability of texting, social networking, and other virtual pathways can help those who may feel shy about reaching out to friends in person, this same ability can mean a deteriorating sense of true connection When friends regularly spend time in each other's presence, they develop both intimacy and empathy, qualities that contribute to a long and lasting friendship. I would add that these periods of sharing can, over time, develop a trust relationship, which will benefit the honing of your mission. If you're a regular listener, then you'll know a bit about my wife, Cecily. Professionally, she is a nurse and a Ph.D. educator. Communication is vital in healthcare. For many years, when we only had one car, I remember arriving on time to pick her up after her hospital shift, only to wait and wait. The explanation? Report went long. At each shift change, the nurses meet to hand over care to the next group. This involves a meeting between those going off duty and those coming on duty so that each set will know the situation of the patients. You can see how clear communication in such a meeting is vitally important. As a member of the clergy, I've done my share of counseling over the years. What do you think the number one issue for couples who come to me for counseling in their relationships might be? It's not sex. It's not money. It's not children. Not the outlaw in-laws. It's communication. Communication! I believe communicating our mission is paramount to its success. If you are leading an organization or church or school, you have to work diligently to keep the mission before your people. People have short memories and are easily distracted. Weekly reminders of our corporate mission are not only appropriate, but they are much needed. If you're pursuing your personal life mission, you must discipline yourself to communicate both your struggles and your successes with a confidant or a group of trusted folk. 
These trusted friends will empathize with you, encourage you, advise you, challenge you, so that you can keep on the course of your mission. And if you're like me, and I bet you are, I have a short memory and am easily distracted, so I really need that. Think about this. Part of communicating your mission is keeping your mouth shut. What I mean is this. I have to listen. I have to listen to those whom I choose to share my mission with. If all I do is talk and then disconnect, then I'm missing the benefit of this practice. Those with whom you choose to share, I hope, will be ones who want you or your organization to find success. They will want to help you. They'll have good thoughts to share. They may even have a critique or a caution for you. Learning to listen carefully is as important a part of communicating your mission as is your speaking and sharing about it. I want to do my best to engage both the talking and the listening sides of this communication coin. Let me offer two suggestions for your moment for mission today. First, take one aspect of your personal or corporate mission and send it by email to one trusted friend with the subject line, What do you think? You will likely get a response and it will likely be helpful. And second, take that same one aspect of your personal or corporate mission and share it face-to-face with one person, whether family or friend or colleague or mentor, and ask them to give you honest feedback on the clarity of your thought and how they observe your working on it. Let me conclude today with this question. What is keeping you from communicating your mission. Remember, when you value your mission, then you can communicate your mission. This is Fred Foystrang. Thanks for listening. More next week. Have a great day.